Hellworld comes out in 2005 and ends the Rick Boda era of Hellraiser. Fans would immediately think this was a great move, but they haven't met Gary Tunnicliffe. Gary takes the helm for writing Hellraiser Revelations, as well as writing and directing Hellraiser Judgment. We'll find out more about these movies soon, but I think the best way to leave you all and end the Hellraiser serial killer is with a quote from Mr. Clive Barker himself. I have nothing to do with this fucking thing. If they claim it's from the mind of Clive Barker, it's a lie. It's not even from my butthole. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Serial Killer. (laughs) The Hellraiser franchise. Hall of Fame quote. <laughs> did you have that written down? We'll just go into the I episode. I did. Not even for my fucking ball. Oh, but you didn't tell me you were starting recording, so it took me way too long to realize that you weren't just talking to me. I was like, why are you telling me about Hellworld? Like, Hellworld just came out in 2006. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. <laughs> Dude, the Matrix got Sean. <laughs> just turned into a robot. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the horror show. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Uh, how I forget how I do the intro because we just we just came into this from serial killer. Uh, how you doing, Joe? Doing well, man. How about you? Uh, was better before I watched these movies. Uh, <laughs> a lot better, actually. Uh, we actually talked about this at Shay's birthday party. How um, <laughs> serial killer is a great way to start the year because. It just reminds you to be thankful for, for the normal format of the show the rest of the year. Yeah. I'll never complain about recording another episode this year. I, I'll be happy one movie at a time. Uh, three Hellraiser movies a fucking week is rough. This has been the conversation after every single serial killer that we've ever done. Because sometimes we'll do, you know, the one episode or the one movie per episode. And we'll be like, yeah. I don't want to do this tonight. But then you do these and then you're like, <laughs> I can't fucking wait oh, to do one. I watch I'm, one I'm rejuvenated. all day. I'm rejuvenated. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy because I'm exhausted, but I am rejuvenated. I'm ready to do a regular show. Uh, not, not about fucking Hellraiser either. Boy, and what an experiment. I, I think we even talked about, well, I guess we have an announcement to make that people are clamoring for. Um, and then we could get into Hellraiser. Uh, so yeah, so like it's an overhyped announcement, right? Like I, I, I brought it up once <laughs> we were supposed to announce it at the live show. Then I fucking forget. And then the next thing we're releasing is an ADAT episode. I can't make the announcement on that. So I just have to be like, Hey, we're going to have that announcement next week. And now it's turned into like a three week fucking, fucking raw as Jericho fucking debut. <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah, not yeah. that. No, don't get your, don't get too excited. Yeah, it's not it's not that. I mean, I'm excited. I am excited. I think I think it's great. He's excited because I'm leaving the show. I'm just kidding. Call me from now on. This <laughs> is all Joe all the time. We'll be doing cue the wing serpent every week for the next year. <laughs> uh, all Joe all the time. I, I that's that's that could sell, man. That could sell. Uh, and that's also not the announcement. That is not the announcement. That is not the announcement. Uh, the announcement is we are, and and this is why things we had to take down the store. We had to, we 
we're trying to figure out what we do with ADAT moving forward because it's because of legal things. Uh, but we have signed a deal, actually two deals uh, with Glassbox. Uh, fuck, I should probably get their name right before I do this. Uh, Glassbox Media, I believe, right? Glassbox Media. Fuck. <laughs> we're, not saying anything. We're, we're, fucking, we're fucking fired. Uh, I, I have the documents on my desktop somewhere. Um, let me just pull it up. This is a good way to start everything. This is our relationship. I just want to make sure I get their name right. <laughs> Glassbox Media. Okay, I'm overthinking it. I'm overthinking it. It was Glassbox Media. Uh, we signed two. We signed two deals with Glassbox Media, um, and it's super exciting. They're taking a lot off my plate to help, and this is like a true partnership. Uh, you know, with actual money and employees involved. Um, and we have, for those of you that are worried, we have full editorial control and final cut. Of everything we do, um, but we've signed a developmental deal with them um, to try and, you know, expand the show and find other outlets for the show. And uh, our boy Dave Segura, who produced the fucking uh, Caesar Milan's Dog Whisperer, the, the Dog Whisperer, the man himself, the man behind it, having meetings dogs on here. Having me Get some dogs on, watch the, watch the movie, and watch have along, watch along with the dog whisperer, baby. Let's go. We're gonna be watching dog whisperer all the time from here on out. It's the dog whisperer show. Every every week, a new episode of the dog whisperer. How many times will Caesar get bit this week? I like it. I like it. Uh, but no, it's a super huge opportunity. And uh, the fact that these people, I want to thank um, a few people. I want to thank, um, actually, I'm going to get their names, so I might edit this out. Uh, Matt Amani and Dave Segura, of course, for finding us, reaching out to us and um, doing this. It was really cool. Um, we get a lot of emails from a lot of companies being like, join us. And we ignore all of them. Uh, because they're fucking insane. Uh, but they're also like, so not that they, they don't listen to the fucking show in, in, in it shows. And, uh, we got an email from Amani over at Glassbox. Uh, I sent it to Joe and I was like, I, I think, I mean, it, it was, it was a presentation as to like why well, they yeah. liked us and what they liked about our show. So it, it was legit. And uh, like I said, I'm super excited for this. I think it's good opportunities. We've come this far, you know, by ourselves doing the independent route and yeah. I'm excited to see where we can go. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that too. It's, it's, it's been fun and nothing's really going to change. Um, yeah. so it, it doesn't really matter. It just helps us a lot. Yeah. It's uh, just us being excited for ourselves, but yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Our, that's our announcement, but that is our announcement. So we're going to have more fun stuff, hopefully some new content, new content, new types of content. And, uh, We'll see. I'm being forced to have a TikTok account, though, so that's something. So TikTokers, help me out. Help me out with your TikTok skills. You know who I should get to run it? Fucking Bryn. Why don't you ask her? Bryn's shit goes viral. Yeah. Yeah, actually, done. Yeah. What the you're, fuck are, you're hired, Bryn. Yeah. You can't say no <laughs> You can't, absolutely cannot fucking say no. Her <laughs> shit goes viral, like, regularly. I, fuck, why did yeah. I even think about that? All right. Yeah, I've seen people share memes with her face on it. It was just fucking weird. I've seen it in my fucking news feed, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing in this? And she's like, yeah. yeah, wish I got paid for it. And I was like, well, that's not a thing. Well, congrats, Bryn. <laughs> 
still not going to get paid for it, but uh, you're now the face of our TikTok. You're now the face of the horror show. <laughs> she could just lip sync for uh, lip sync clips from us. Um, anyway, so that's it. Super excited to work with Glassbox Media, um, and we'll see some cool stuff coming. Um, so that's that. I'm sure that yeah. was very exciting for all the fans out there. I'm happy for the for the down in the dumps fans. Um, <laughs> hey, we got some fucking Hellraisers to talk about. Speaking of down in the dumps, what a turn oh. of the series! Oh, you were just about to be like, I'm so sad. I was about to be like, oh shit! I could be fucking <laughs> happier that this is. Over. I thought actually Hellraiser was pretty good as a series until this too. installment. I and I'm including the shitty direct to video ones. They were fine for what they were. I agree. I agree with that completely. Um, for, but now here's a question: We were talking about maybe ranking all of these in order. Is this like one of the few franchises that goes in order? Uh, I have some moved out of around. Order. Okay, what do you have moved around? But most, yo, you want to do that now? Yeah, fuck it. Well, actually, no. I guess we should wait. I guess we should wait till we talk about them. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Let's let's talk about them. Um, <laughs> I love, we're so unorganized about every, every aspect of this <laughs> show. It's fucking incredible that we have picked up. Uh, well, they're probably like, well, if they can do this without organization, imagine if we fucking helped them. <laughs> You're right. Uh, these guys don't do shit. Um, the second film on from Hellraiser, from Hellraiser 2 on... I think we're looking at one of the most underutilized, like, fully fleshed out characters ever. Pinhead is such a fleshed out, wonderful character to use. And for whatever reason, from three on, everyone forgot how to fucking use him. Yeah, and... I mean, it's really apparent from what we were talking about that a lot of these movies were just movies that came in as scripts, you know, that had nothing to do with, with Hellraiser. And that's why Pinhead is used so sparsely or sparsely, however you say that word. But I kind of appreciated how little he's used because when he shows up, and, and this is a credit to Doug Bradley, when he shows up, you're like, yes, thank God. He's yeah. awesome. Like he, he, he delivers quotable, memorable lines in every movie that he's in. And then when you watch the ones that he's not in, you just like, I've never loved Doug Bradley so much. <laughs> Dude, I agree. With I, I fucking love Doug Bradley after watching. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Revelations, which is our first one, 2011, that we're going to talk about, is one of the most bizarre castings I have ever seen in my fucking life. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. I, and I mean that. And we've, we've seen bad movies. And I, this isn't, like, this isn't. Like, you know, we did Muck, or we've done Dead Body Man. And the quality is a little bit more competent than those, but it's just, it's so shitty. It's unbelievable. Barely. The costumes. Yeah, barely. It's, yeah, it's, it's barely. literally only better in quality because they actually had, like, modern equipment that they were using. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, fine. That, that's the fucking difference, I think. Like, I, the story, it was actually hard to watch. You know what it reminded me of? Well, there's actually a quote that was that was perfect, and it came from, um, I think it came from Dead, what, what's that fucking horse site um dread central dread. um 
Not only does this, they said, not only does this entry make all the other sequels seem great in comparison, you can e- easily confuse this for some Hellraiser mockbuster from the folks at the Asylum, that famous mockbuster company that does like uh, Sharknado and shit. A hundred percent, right? Like that looks like they're they can't like it, this is like Heckraiser, like this is this this is <laughs> like. This is like, and it's almost, you posted something on your IG about the Pornog uh, fucking version of this movie. This is pretty fucking close to that quality. It's not, I wish it was the porn. I would have honestly rather watched the pornography than this. I think I would too. Probably had a better, probably had a, a better plot. Probably, it definitely would have been more interesting. And that's the killer with these ones, right? Is that uh, they're boring too. Yes. Not only oh. do they suck, they're just boring. They're exhausting. They're exhausting. This one this, is fucking exhausting. I I could not believe it. it. This pinhead. <laughs> listen, listen. I will never fat shame. I was going to. This, this pinhead <laughs> is a. Like, <laughs> with all due respect to this actor, the the, the uh, what they threw him in is his gut is like bulging out of the pinhead suit, which is supposed to be his body. But you know, it's like the buttons are, are expanding on that costume, and he just looks like a sack of shit the entire time. And Doug Bradley gets three minutes of screen time every movie he's in past part three. This guy, he Can't won't get shut off the, the fuck up. Dude, he won't <laughs> shut the fuck up. There's a scene I posted it on my Instagram for those that follow. There's a scene where he has the entire family in in his like world, and he is just. One of the guys bleeding out. One of the guys bleeding out. One of them's already dead. And Pinhead is just talking to them, lecturing them in the most idiotic way for so long. It's just like so unbelievable that they thought that was a good idea. He's not doing anything menacing. There's no like the other Cenobites aren't standing next to him like they normally would. It's just oh. Pinhead giving a, a soliloquy. <laughs> that's the funniest. That's the funniest description. We have we have exactly basically the same description. Um, which is, I, I, I did not want it to come off of like as fat shaming, but like he's popping out of his suit, man. Like he's actually popping out of the suit. The suit is like, I, I am, sh- yeah, I'm shaming the costume design. More than Choosing like, to do this to this poor guy. <laughs> do you honestly I mean- <laughs> think about this guy? He shows up, right? Think about it. Like, let, let's forget about it's it's nothing to do with him because he shows up thinking I'm Pinhead. I'm, they cast me. They probably got a great costume for me that'll like fit nicely and like we'll figure it out. And then they just are like, here, can you wear this one fucking Doug Bradley wore six years ago? And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> when Doug Bradley was 30 to 28 or something like yeah, fit into that. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and again, to uh, give this guy credit. Doug Bradley was supposed to come back, and he was like, I'm not doing this. This is going to be an enormous pile of shit, which, looking at the ones that you just starred in, for him to say that, you know you're in for a treat. And so they just got this guy, like, hey, you have to be Pinhead, uh, and we we need to shoot this quickly. Uh, So I feel bad for him, kind of. I do, too. Anyone that likes this series is going to hate that guy. Do you think he does – do you think he does cons? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. (laughs) I would start making that circuit run soon. <laughs> Dude, there's Doug no Doug probably way. threatened him. Doug seems like so protective over the pinhead thing. I mean, 
Doug's not threatening anyone over this movie. But if I was Doug, I'd be like, please go to cons. It's just going to bring me more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Everyone will be clamoring for the real one. He should go to cons as, <laughs> as Doug Bradley. <laughs> um, a little uh, a, a Gilbert situation. Yeah, Gilbert. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dill, <laughs> Dill Bradley. Um, <laughs> Doug Bradley. <laughs> um, uh, Richard Scheib of Moria. I don't know what that is. Uh, gave the movie two and a half out of five stars. That's, that's nuts. <laughs> and he stated that while the effects in the new pinhead left much to be desired, Revelations did have an interesting story and effective twist. And here's my favorite quote. Follows the original far closer than any of the other Hellraiser, Hellraiser sequels ever did. I think this guy's I mean, the fucking the, the meat board's back. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's fucking a mess. Um, this that, guy, that guy's employed by Gary, the studio that put it out. Gary, Gary, Gary uh, Tunnicliffe, who uh, I personally think um, should probably be burned at the stake. <laughs> I don't know about you. It's a t- uh, tough affair. He's 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 a menace. He's a menace to filmmaking. Um, he, he, he worked on part three. He did, most alarming. It, it, but not like in a. He was like the second unit guy, but he um he doesn't really do much. He's a special effects guy that somehow became a writer, um, and and then he ended up directing like a few things. Um, none of them were good though, including these two movies. Yeah, and then he had the audacity after this one to put himself in one of the main roles of the the next one, dude. I forgot to write that down. Uh, that was the craziest thing <laughs> I've ever read. Was that he he played he plays the assessor, right, or the auditor? auditor or the fucking- let's jump into that. Okay, let's let's jump around in these ones because I don't want to go no, scene by scene. No, in these, we, no we're not going scene by scene from these. It's fucking nuts. Dude. All right, so so the first one we get idiot looking pinhead who Sirosniak uh, as Sarah said that looked like uh, Bobby Moynihan. In, <laughs> Which is in crazy, aesthetics. because it's true. Looks exactly like him. Looks exactly like him. Um, so this guy, he puts himself as the auditor Cenobite in the next one. Yes. Which is exactly how it sounds. It is a Cenobite <laughs> who, who does paperwork in hell. He has a typewriter, and he interviews people, and he like takes all their notes and audits their sins. And is like, well, technically, you did this and this. We watch this guy filing paperwork for the majority of the movie. Who thought that was a good idea for a Cenobite? Dude, and so he plays him. So Gary, the director and writer, makes himself the auditor. Then he hires John Gulliger. I think that's how you pronounce it. um, As the assessor, which is another role that's insane. But here's the thing. This guy directed Feast, the the Feast movies, Feasts 1, 2, and 3, and Piranha 3 Double D. When he cast him, when Tunnicliffe casted him as this role, he had never seen him act and wrote this character specifically for him. Can you imagine not knowing even if they acted and you're like, I'm going to write this part for somebody that I don't know if they can act, if they want to act or, (laughs) or, or anything. And guess what? 
and by the way, thinking about this, the guy eats paper for the fucking, that's his role in the fucking movie. So I guess rightfully so, you don't really need to think about anything. But what a fucking decision. Think about how far we've strayed. The Cenobites in the first one were so, so messy. We get, we get Butterball, we get Chatterbox, we get the one with the vagina in the throat. They're all awesome. And now we have an auditor who also talks. That's the other thing. The other ones, they, you know, they say like two or three words once in a while. They let Banhead have his moments. They're there. They're, you know, they're his posse, right? They're, they're there for right. his muscle. Like, they're going to back him up. That's They're scary like that. You know, I, I don't need to see Butterball doing everyday you know, desk work. <laughs> Dude, watching the auditor, and, he, and the auditor's got fucking jokes too. The auditor, the auditor's sitting there talking to you. He's interviewing you. He's interviewing you, and is like, "You better tell me the truth." Like, what's the, what's the why? Why? It's like you'll feel punishment. No shit, we're gonna feel punishment anyway. Um, it it is it is a bizarre movie. I I hate the Cenobites and pretty much everything after three and four. I think. Um, they just like really fall way off. And again, it's like, you guys have a fucking formula, man. Just watch the first one and come up with something, something else after that, because this is not it. This is wherever we're at at this point is so fucking crazy. I can't even fucking look at it. Um, and that guy who said that part nine was close to the first one. I I mean, it had the meat board back, which is crazy. To, and, you know, they do nothing with it. And it looks terrible, by the way. And they bring back the Vagrant, who he's been he's been here in, in the sequels. He serves even less of a – he makes even less sense being in this one. Yeah. I mean, I get why he's in it. I get why. But, like, him coming back to the present and, and being outside their house makes no sense. No. Now – so let's go back to Revelations real quick. 2011. Um, it opens with a found footage style shooting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I was like, maybe I can do this. A found footage of fucking Hellraiser. Because the weird thing about Pinhead is as as insane and supernatural as it is, it's also somehow grounded and always in real life. Like, yeah, th- that's the weird part about it. And I think that's where people struggle with it. Um, but so having found footage, I was like, okay, okay. Like, yes. And Detter kind of like put their toe in the water with that yes. because they had the cult that was, you know, playing with the lament configuration and the journalists watched the video of it so that, you know, if they went full found footage, I would have been all on board with it. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't, uh, they go, they go back, to, <laughs> they go to like straight up cinema, cinemax quality, skinemax mm-hmm. quality. Um, and it, it just could have, I, which one do you think had more, um, which one do you think had more, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, potential to be the better movie. A judgment. I think judgment. Judgment. I, I, all around. Yeah. Judgment. Judgment has some like cool concepts that I actually like fucked with. Um, cause even I, I, I have nothing redeeming to say about Revelations. Nothing. Revelations is terrible. Is there anything that we need to point out? They do have the vagrant who, by the way, is in Tijuana, is a white guy in Tijuana. who's <laughs> fucking unreal. Um, he gives them the cube. It's a, it's a whole stepbrother, or it's a whole brother, sister, boyfriend triangle here. 
Um, why Pinhead gives a fuck about these people, I don't know. Why the Vagrant would think these children needed a fucking lament configuration, I do not know. Because Well, he knew. he So they commit murder on their... Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. One of the guys, uh, the main piece of shit of the two of them, uh, he goes and he picks up a girl and he ends up murdering her. Uh, in like a bathroom stall and then the vagrant shows up and he make, he even makes a comment about it for, uh, for some reason the guy's like what did you just say i don't know how he knows he must have been spying on him or something but that's why pinhead's got the ball got got his eye on him yeah and and the ending of this movie was so fucking <laughs> so fucking insane it, it was one of the weirdest endings ever with the girl just grabbing the cube what like why would and she's like about to open it again? Yeah, I mean also uh, the main guy that Nico that uh, that Pinhead wants, it, it, Pinhead has him dead to rights and also tied up in his chains. But he talks for so long that uh, the girl's father is able to shoot Nico, so Pinhead can't have him. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb as shit. No one gets to kill me, but he. No one gets to kill you but me, you little fuck, is what the dad says as he shoots the fucking kid. Yeah, because for some inexplicable reason, Nico is in the guy's son's body, right? Yes. And and, and then we have to watch him sitting in front of his sister and the father just being like, she was the first vagina that I ever stuck my dick in. I'm like, this is is the weirdest dialogue. (laughs) It was fucking awful. Um, so that's the end of nine. And, and I was like, wow, it can't get much worse than that. 2018's coming wrong. Same writer. The guy that wrote it is now directing. Um, it is not good. Also shot in three weeks, much like um, Revelations. Uh, shot in three weeks. $350,000 budget. I think they did some cool shit with $350,000. i will be honest. I'm, I'm fine with that. I, I didn't like it. No, uh, it's not good. But... It's not as bad as the one before. Actually, how do you how do you rank these three? Because let's just let's jump around. I know people are actually excited uh, to hear us talk about these two in particular, so we can we can jump around and come back to some moments. But uh, how do you how do you rank these three? It goes revelations. No, wait. What are, are you going worst? Wait, are you going best to worst? Wait, I'm gonna uh, yeah, I'm gonna go best to worst instead. It's the new one. Hands down, then judgment, then revelations. That's that is the correct order. Now I do want to point out, and this is probably going to piss some people off because I had a lot of messages being like, "You're going to end on a really good note." I, I don't agree. I don't I agree. Love, I, think, I, love, I, I like it. You love it. I love it, dude. I think it's kind of boring. I think it's kind of generic. Listen, I it's it's generic. It's it's generic. It is generic. It's thirty minutes longer than it needs to be. Of course, it is. Which yep. every movie is now, so we can't even fucking complain about it. Um, I can, and I will. <laughs> I can and will also. They could have cut it. They could have cut it down to 30 minutes. They could have cut 30 minutes off of that and made it fucking tight. Um, why do they need to do two hours? I don't understand that. But um, no, And I know it's 2022. The CGI, I don't... I, I didn't like it, man. I, I know. I, the, that, the end with the... Yeah, that could have been a cool scene, and they were able to do scenes like that in the other ones. It yeah. just looked like shit to me. Yeah. I, I do agree with that. I, I did like it a lot. A lot. Try wa- try watching it after uh, not watching Revelation. <laughs> That's true. So here's the thing. Uh, 
I did try to watch it with before I watched these. I, I watched, tried to watch this when it came out, and I couldn't finish it. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. Uh, but not because I was like, this sucks. It was just like boring. Like I could just never get That's past That's what I'm that, saying. That's what that, I'm saying. It's not middle, bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just, it's dull. I didn't find it exciting. But compared to this, it's, you know, Citizen Kane. Masterclass. <laughs> um, yeah. And so Judgment is three weeks, uh, $350,000 budget. Um, and I knew we were going to be in a little bit of trouble here because when you were, we see Pinhead as it opens and it's like, Pinhead is like, um, he's like explaining technology advancements. And I was like, oh, here we fucking go. I was like, this is not good. Like, cause he's like, technology's advanced, but there's still sinners. Okay. Yeah. We, we, of course. What do you mean? <laughs> Anything it multiplied them. You He's been dead for, for so long. He has to know that by now. <laughs> um, and we see them lure a guy into the house. And that's the first time we get to see the auditor who also goes by Ludovi- Ludovico. Lud- Ludovico. Oh, fucking, I don't know. Um, and he says, we have such sights to show you. Uh, which from his voice is like, we have such sights to show you. It, it sucks. <laughs> Kills it. Noticeably Murdered it. sucks. Murdered. Murdered that line. Um, and then, so like Joe said, he interviews you. He He's at a typewriter just asking you questions, being like, so what did you do on this night? And the guy's like, oh, and he's like, oh, you have to tell the truth. Uh, and then he's like, okay, I'm going to give this to the assessor. The assessor comes in. It's a very large individual. And they also soak it in children's tears, the paper. Is that what that was? And and then he eats it. And then the assessor eats it. And that's how he's judged. I don't know how or why. (laughs) But here's my thing about that. That is stupid. That is the dumbest shit I've ever seen on on a a horror movie. And especially a Hellraiser franchise. Here's what I'm going to say. I like the idea of and and this is where I've always kind of given the Hellraiser some slack. I I love when they stray from the norm of like what hell is. If you're going to tell me that there's an auditor and an assessor for hell, I'm all on board. Do I want to watch it? Probably not. But <laughs> but no. But that that is eternal suffering. Having to <laughs> right. nobody wants to be audited for anything, and nobody wants to talk to anybody running those numbers. Doing that and after, like after you've already died, about about your sins, yeah, that is that is hell. That is one of the layers. But like you definitely need an intake person, and as we'll see, I I we'll see later that the the, the the auditor loses somebody as usual. This is don't. This is one thing that you can redo, and this is why I kind of like the remake because. Enough with these people getting loose from hell. It's crazy. The security in hell is so fucking lax. It's it's fucking insane. The most trustworthy people on earth. But they're pretty inept in the remake, too. I mean, that girl opens the lament configuration, and she still bargains with them to the very end. But no, 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 no. And also, uh, wait, wait. This is a question, a real question, because I actually couldn't... I didn't look it up, because I'm a fucking idiot. Is Pinhead... Is... Is... Is Odessa? Wait, no, not Odessa. She's not the one that plays her. Who plays Pinhead? Um, who plays Pinhead? Um, I'm going through my notes. I was on the other oh one. oh uh, Jamie Clayton. Jamie Clayton. Yeah. Is Jamie Clayton the priest? Is they call it the priest in in the remake? Mm-hmm. 
Is the priest male or female or maybe genderless? I don't. I don't know. It, I, couldn't. I believe it. I believe it's genderless. It's genderless. I, are they all genderless? I think they might all be. Right then. All the Cenobites. Yeah. Well, at least in this. I new think one. so. I, I think in the new one. Yeah. I think. Um, and I think that's how Clive envisioned it as well. All right. The leader of the priests. Okay. Oh, really? They. I mean, listen. Can I tell you the remake? Looks like Clive Barker shit. Like. Like the new Cenobites, I don't love the way they look, but I do think they look exactly like how Clive would have wanted them to look, because they are way more deranged and terrifying looking than than any of the other ones. Yeah, um, and in the Hellbound Heart, uh, Pinhead's described as an androgynous being with a feminine voice. So I think oh that's God. more. This is so accurate. In line. Yeah, that's cool. Um. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 All right. So I, I totally derailed our conversation from that. Um, cause you were talking about, Oh, pinhead bargaining. And I was going to say, I think pinhead is, is in the driver's seat in the remake. Yes, there's bargains, but he's, they're smart in this because, what happened before was what was the name of the main girl? Kirsty. Kirsty Kirsty gets got by Pinhead. And Kirsty's like, listen, I'll give you like four guys instead of me. And Pinhead's like, uh, yeah, sure. In this one, Pinhead is like, it's you, or you can get me five other people. Which wouldn't that be what you wanted if you wanted as many people as possible? Yeah, that's true. So I I actually think and and, and they're kind of in the driver's seat the entire time. There's some other things in there I wrote down. I forget what. I'll have to pull it up. Um, but they just seem more in control of the situation rather than fucking pin Doug Bradley, who was just like, well, what do you have to offer? And then especially after Doug Bradley was like, oh, Kirsty, I just want to kill you. And then Kirsty's like, yeah, but wait. What if I have two other people? And he's like, whoa, hey, <laughs> holy, whoa, did I say kill you? No, that's okay. I'll get to you another time. <laughs> but like, that's dumb as shit. That's dumb as shit. But it, I don't know. I think the, I think the third one is pretty safe there. And uh, I, get what, I get what you're saying, but I do still have a problem with these things being literal demons from another plane and just bark like just get barking. five other people you have you're already in this realm just get five other people while you're here right quit fucking yapping quit bargaining and also get the one that's right in front of you why why are you cutting deals with her just get her and you have one that you know work smarter now or yeah absolutely what are you doing oh flustered you, you know what i forgot to mention too about revelations last time i'm going to go back to that piece of shit um <laughs> Clive Barker's tweet when it came out says, I want to put on a record that that flick out there using the word Hellraiser, and then in all caps it says, is no fucking child of mine. <laughs> I also had that note then. That way, which one is a judgment or revelation? Uh, chatter. I think it has to be revelations. Chatterbox is in it. Chatterbox is chattering. So obnoxiously slow. It's like one chomp <laughs> per minute. <laughs> Which is crazy because it's the only thing he's chatterer is like only good for like that fast chattering is terrifying. <laughs> yes. It's his only gimmick. Do the one chomp. 
Uh, yeah, that is out of fucking control. Uh, did you know Heather Langenkamp was in, uh... I did. Judgment? She's the, uh, land- landlord, right? Yeah. I thought... That's weird. I thought that was somebody else. Okay. Um... Yeah, so Judgment, you got cops. Judgment goes full seven, the full seven route, right? Like, cops chasing Pinhead, uh, or and then they're also chasing the Perceptor, a serial killer who is, yeah. uh, who likes books. <laughs> well, they, they think, like, kind of like you said, seven's a good comparison because the seven, he's doing the seven deadly sins. This one, he's killing based on the Ten Commandments. Mm. Oh, you know what else I didn't like about Judgment? Two was um the random so they add this character called the butcher and the something the butcher and the baby I don't know but that I think that I don't know the but I don't know butcher and the it's not Baker uh I don't know okay I did I think I got oh, the assessor I, oh, I literally have the Wikipedia up so I don't know why I'm even doing that the butcher and the surgeon. Um, is their names. So again, so Hellraiser is like kind of a grounded series, but there is this supernatural element, like Cenobites obviously are not fucking of this earth. Um, they add to this though, with the auditor and the assessor who you could argue the assessor is a human. So I I don't know what that's about, but then they add this, the butcher and the surgeon for really one scene. and, And it's just a giant man. Right, that has a baby mask on, and then this other person that is in his backpack that hops out and it's like dressed like a ninja and just like cuts you up. But they don't seem supernatural, they're just they appear to be humans in bondage. Yeah, they're not Cenobites, that's fucking for sure. Well, that, I mean, what, what's the guy's name that made this? Uh, Greg, Is this- Gary. Gary, uh, he doesn't know what Cenobites are, and he has no clue what he's doing, so that, <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> and he ch- Oh, I'm just reading that this character was influenced by Sam Lowry from Brazil and it's Itzak Stern from Schindler's List. No, dude, Gary is an he, asshole. He talks a ton I, of I, shit. I, he talks like a ton of shit. Dude, I... I I gotta find it in because I have so many notes on these for some reason. I know I uh, I, I have but, more notes on like the like back stuff. I I put it I put it in my my Instagram story too because the guy was like, "Hey, this movie is gonna be something that you've never seen before." Talking about judgments, he's like, "It's gonna be a combination of David Lynch and Tarantino and Hitchcock." <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. And, and uh, you know, he, he mentioned Brazil and he like, threw in Francis Bacon. How is how is Francis Bacon? <laughs> coming into play in any of these <laughs> dude and did you see his um his pitch for the for the hellraiser remake for pinhead no. dude there's a fucking picture of it um it's fucking insane it's actually what they ended up using for the auditor's face but so part of this story guys is that they they'd been planning to remake um they'd been planning to remake hellraiser for years um and then every every few years they would get sidetracked. They would be about to lose the rights to <laughs> Hellraiser, and they would just produce another Hellraiser movie just to keep the rights to themselves. 
Um, yes. But this was, but this fucking idiot Gary. Sorry, I'm making so much noise. Um, this fucking idiot Gary was, I guess, on board for making the remake, and they they had this. They called it Chaotic Pinhead, um, which I think is. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Stop trying to fucking reinvent shit. Like, either go make your own fucking character or do, do something else. What the fuck are you doing? Um, and, and what you just said is essentially why we got uh, revelations because they were going to lose the rights to it, and like we have to, we have to get this out here. Yeah, like immediately. It, it's it's Not absolutely this. fucking insane. And and the Wikipedia entry for for judgment is so fucking massive. It's. It, dude, dude, it's huge. more than most movies that we do, including when we were doing Romero and the Jaws correct. movies, which should have correct should have more notes most. on this movie than fucking anything we have ever fucking seen. It's crazy. Judgment, dude. Here's here's the direct uh, the exact quote. Uh, the director said that Judgment will have moments unlike any other film you have ever seen. <laughs> Any other Ever. film you've ever seen? Let's see. He was what, inspired. What, what was uh, uh, what? What could we? What could we pull out of this that was I've never seen before? Um, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Well, I mean, no. I, I've I have never seen a man do paperwork <laughs> in the pits of hell. So he is correct. He is correct. Uh, he was inspired by the works of Hieronymus Bosch. Francis Bacon, David Cronenberg, David Lynch, David Fincher, and Clive Barker. Which I'm very curious to hear what Clive feels about that. Uh, he'd probably say, take your take my name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> 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 fucking piece of shit. Um Yeah, no, it it is an odd, it is an odd duck of a movie for sure. Um so it's you have this uh procedural, they're chasing down this um uh, serial killer, the preceptor. Um, one of the cops gets got by the auditor early on in the movie, um, which I thought was crazy. Uh, guess what? It is because he just escapes. And that's, and that's when this thing happens that I thought was kind of an okay idea, which is the auditor is fucking bringing people in. He has to judge them. And then he loses one. And then he's like, like make pinhead the bounty hunter of hell. And it's like, Cause that's what it kind of came off as is like, he like pulls out pinhead and is like, bro, I like lost somebody. Like you need to get this fucking guy. Like, does that, does that actually work in the pinhead series? No, because you need the lament configuration to get him out. So none of this fucking matters. It doesn't follow the story, but at least I was like, okay, I could do that. I could fuck with that. If that were the story. <laughs> and, and to expand further, they don't even lose him. We finally get, I think this part is legitimately cool. We get an angel from heaven, Jophiel, Mm -hmm. I think is her her name. Uh, She comes and she's like, uh, do not, like, let this guy go. Let this cop go. Which is why he's able to get free. What he wants Pinhead to, like, essentially be a bounty hunter for, a bounty hunter for, is that uh, the cop steals uh, a lament configuration. Oh, oh, I fucked that up. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and that angel, again, I think that is a fucking cool idea also. Um, And the final showdown with Pinhead and the angel is cool. Yes, 
It is cool. Uh, back to the puzzle box, he steals one from hell, and the whole problem in the beginning, like you were talking about with them talking about the advances in technology, is they're mad because since everyone does everything digitally now, there's no need for physical media in handheld lament configurations. <laughs> No, this guy's right. This guy's right. This is this is Lynchian. This is unlike anything I've ever seen before, and I, I think I might like it more now. Get the fuck out of here! It's it's actually <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't. I do hate it, but I don't. The problem is once you see the acting. That's the problem. Like in theory, yeah, all of bad. this works. It's bad. <laughs> in theory, it all works, right? Like I love the ideas of it. Um, so uh, we're past the assessor. Sorry. Uh, so he escapes, right? Um, and he is uh, immediately lament configurating, lament, <laughs> lament configurating, lament. Um, I already talked about that. Uh, this leads to the cops realizing that the perceptor is the police. Uh, the perceptor is our lead. I think it's Sean, right? Is his Sean. name? So Sean is the preceptor um, and he's done this all because his wife is fucking his brother. Yes. That's the takeaway from this, which is fucking asinine. Cause he's just killing random people, but all this for the big reveal to be like, Hey honey, guess what? I'm going to kill you now, <laughs> which seems like he could have done that a long time ago. Was it, was it that she was fucking his brother? Because I thought it was just a random affair because he mentions that he killed he's like i went i went overseas to join the army and as soon as i left my wife was banging some other guy he yes that is true uh i think he was just saying that that guy was the first guy he killed um and then then he was fucking his brother he had a picture of his brother and his wife together in bed somehow okay (laughs) i missed that part i thought he was just mad because she wasn't faithful. I mean, it doesn't even fucking matter. What the fuck does it matter? These fucking idiots. It's fucking dumbest shit I've ever seen. Hey, but anyway, Pinhead shows up because why the fuck not? It's a Pinhead party. Just bring him on in. Uh, He shows up and then that fucking angel shows up and they have a great thing where, again, the angel is like, well, we realized that the angel was like not saving the cop because he's good. Saving the cop because Sometimes God just needs an evil doer out there in the in the in the world, I guess, is what they're saying. It's part of heaven's plan to instill fear into sinners, which uh, <laughs> how? <laughs> I I feel Oh, because no, he's killing sinners. Right, 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 right. He's killing sinners based on the Ten Commandments. Right. But I mean, do those people know that's why he's like the, the, nobody no. knows that except for the cops. Right. Which the cops are those two guys. <laughs> One of them's in on it. <laughs> and and the, other, the third cop is the woman who will, who's just like waiting outside to shoot him as soon as he's freed from pinhead for some reason. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I, I do, I do really like that angel thing. And I do love pinheads, like pinhead just being like the fuck out of here. Like, I don't fucking listen to you and I haven't been out of hell in fucking forever. Yes. And, you're right. I, I do like that part. I like the like the yin and yang aspect and what you're saying, Pinhead's also like, what can you possibly do to me? Right. I've already been suffering for so long. And she's like, Oh, there's always more that we can do. Like there 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 are some things worse than what you're doing. She turns him back into a human. Yes. 
after he kills her. But but the the killing of her is the best because the auditor is like because she's like she's like because he kills he sends the cop into the world who is then immediately shot by the female cop which we were just talking about um and the angel's like you fucking did that on purpose like and there's gonna be fucking ramifications for you doing that and he was like bitch try and then he fucking shot the chains into her she gives us the jesus wept line they explode her to sh- to fucking pieces a fucking angel they explode to pieces Yes, and then the auditor walks in and is like, "Hey, bro, that was a terrible idea." <laughs> His exact quote. The thing that is though, he sucks at delivering lines. Yeah. Like, you probably uh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Imagine a That's- demon from hell saying that instead of being like, "Why the fuck did you do that?" Uh, excuse me, uh, Mister Mister Head. Oh, <laughs> Uh, I, gee, gee, I think you made a big whoopsie doodle here. This is another fine mess you've gotten this into. <laughs> um, and then we learn that that angel was actually the angel that banned them from the Garden of Eden, um, which I think is a really cool thing. And then, like you said, and then, by the way, Pinhead fucking sticks pins into her fucking forehead, like the crown of thorns, and you got the blood on it, which I thought was fucking sick as fuck. I did love that, um, but ultimately, yeah, he turns him into a human, uh, and we get the Darth Vader no scream at the end to to wrap up fucking Hellraiser Judgment. The 10th in the franchise. Imagine that landmark 10th film for yeah, a franchise. You can't even so throw bad. an X on there to like hype it up. You just call it fucking Judgment. You call the 10th one Judgment? Not even judgment because there's literally a judge and jury conversation in this. That's the best part. That's the best part about it. And, and what happened to the fucking babe, the butcher, and the fucking surgeon? They just hype that shit up and then they're this, gone. This one, uh, you've said it. It has the pieces to be good. If, if an expanded universe, yes, it has things that yes. You have the heaven aspect. You have the. Uh, you, the mundane paperwork side of the hell. <laughs> Everyone's favorite. You have pieces there to make this work and to, ma- to make it go on. Uh, but it ultimately fell flat. I think the biggest surprise to me is that when 2022s came out, I remember everyone being like, oh, thank God, we're finally getting a new one. Like, it's been so long. This one came out in 2018. Correct. This one, this one is recent history. Very only four recent. years prior. Very, very fucking recent. Very recent. I remember, I dude, I told you, I saw it. And I, I, you know, I was wrong, everyone. I know it wasn't about real estate, but I did know it was about fucking something mundane, and that was auditing people. And yeah, you're forgiven for that. So I think I got it. doing paperwork. I think I got it. But it was weird because they were operating out of a house. Like, why are they operating out of a home? Like, that's their home. Like, you walk in it and you're you're in Pinhead's realm. It's just a house. Typewriter. (laughs) Typewriter. Well, that brings us to the Gen Z remake, baby. Um, Things that we like, things that we don't like. I like, give me the good old-fashioned horror. It's a group of kids. I'm fucking fine with that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst in the series. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Ultimately, I thought it was a little... Dull, and I yeah. did not like the CGI. I did like some of the, the callbacks. Like they even brought the Leviathan back, which I thought was I cool. I like that. Yeah. You know, part two 
as goofy and as silly as some of the ideas were, it set up this universe that they could have gone so far into. I mean, we have the Leviathan. Like, we, we, we saw that, that like insane labyrinth yeah. that they're in with the, the Leviathan floating in the sky. Uh, everyone, they set up the whole personal hell aspect. There was so much they could have done, and it just fell flat. So it was nice to see them kind of go back to go, that. that. That was the cool thing. It was like a few things stuck, obviously, from the first and second ones. And you were like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, Cenobites, again, I didn't love them. I didn't love the design. But I did think that I didn't think there were, it was just like wasn't for me. I'm just like, I just love our original crew so much. And the fact that they were disbanded so quickly is just like such an unfortunate thing i think in the hellraiser lore um yeah that they got rid of those original ones so fast um but i do i do like them and they feel like clive barker so like that's why i i do appreciate them because i feel like it's finally his vision like i i think he got to see what he'd wanted to see when he wrote the fucking book well he directed the first one so i think he got to see that well i mean yeah, but you have like big studio push, and you're you're not Clive Barker, like the guy that made Howard. You know what I mean? Like, like you, you know the studio must have had some say to make Pinhead the Doug Bradley deep ass voice if that's not what he wrote. You know. True. True. Yeah, I, I'm sure there's other. Yeah, I. Th- I mean, I still. I think the first one is. I think the first one's honestly perfect. It is perfect. Uh, it, it is. And after after reading his story, you know, I think I think it, it really it really captured it. But this one, I get what you're saying. You know, it, it's more in line with how he was describing the Cenobites, and the Cenobites are the least of my worries with with this one. And Pinhead Pinhead's pretty pretty fine. You know what else I liked? I liked that they kind of explained the fucking lament configuration shit for the first time, which was. <laughs> it's crazy. It honestly is crazy. It takes us 11 fucking movies to get to a point where somebody's like, by the way, this is why the Levi, uh, the lament configuration takes different configurations. Like it, it moves through configurations and it stays there. And then you have to solve that configuration. And I was like, that's all you had to say. That's all you had to tell me. I never knew that. I, whenever it was like a diamond, I was like, well, I guess it's just a fucking diamond now. I don't know. Like, like what the fuck? Well, riddle me this. Uh, did that man have a giant screw through his torso? So what the fuck was that <laughs> at the end of this fucking movie? The guy, the, there's a billionaire character, and we I, I, we shouldn't spoil this one as much. Well, I mean, I guess we will, but whatever. Um, there's a guy that has this, this giant shiny metal fucking thing through the front and back of his body, and... He this guy lives for so fucking long with that thing blood pouring out. He lasts it's enormous. It's enormous. It's from fucking your fucking esophagus to his fucking belly button. <laughs> fucking split open. And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna die soon. Dude, and he stays around for another hour and a half. The, the, the <laughs> entire movie. <laughs> He shows up at the end to confront people. Dude, at the end, he's just confronting everyone, including Pinhead. He's like, oh, you fucking jerk. (laughs) (laughs) He's your drunk uncle at Thanksgiving. He's just looking to start a fight with fucking somebody. Uh, And and even with that, that's the Pinhead moment is where he's like, well, I'm about to die. So just put me on my bro. You've been about to die. What do you mean you're about to die? You, You seem healthy as a fucking horse. He's standing up. <clears throat> standing up and mobile standing up and mobile walking around the fucking f- f- the whole compound 
Um, and I, I, yeah, so I do like that. I do like the, if, if, if not you bring us another, I liked that a lot. Um, uh, I liked the, the, pu- the blood going into the puzzle. I liked a lot too. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> and I like the, uh, the dark atmospheric vibe when they show up, you know, it was, it was very like poorly lit, not, not poorly lit in a sense like bad filmmaking, but you can't see shit like that adds to it because that's how the fir- like the first one everything's like smoky and just dark mm-hmm. and seedy, and then they just everything got too bright, everything got too goofy. You can see Way everything. Like, we're talking about revelations. You see, you see, is every you know nook and cranny on on Pinhead because the lighting is so good. You don't need to see that. You just need the like a poorly lit room and, and some smoke. That, that that that's really it, right? You just have to hide it, hide hide the negatives, accentuate the positives. Um. So I did like the blood going into the box. I thought that was cool. Uh, I liked it looking like Clive Barker's artwork. Um, what else was there in that? That was I, I know there was something else that I really liked. Oh, I really liked that they explain why she wouldn't get rid of like because people were like get rid of the fucking lament configuration, and she was like my brother is somehow fucking in there, and I don't know how to get him out, and like so I yeah. can't throw it out. So. A reason to keep the fucking box around because that's always an issue for me where everyone's just like constantly like <laughs> no one is fucking trying to destroy this fucking thing. Um, although they do in the future. Thank goodness. But that's okay. Um, and then what was the other thing? Oh, I did love when she was finally like she's trying to explain what's going on to people because because our lead here, Riley, is is the only one really convinced that this stuff is real. And she, she's like, listen, I don't know what the fuck happens. The box sucks up the blood. It makes no fucking sense. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And I was like, all right, I kind of fucking like that. Cause every, and everyone's doubt. Now here's, here is an issue here. When these people see these Cenobites, which would be the most terrifying thing you've ever seen in your fucking life. Hands down. We talk about like, what would you do if you actually saw a ghost? And you're like, you realize that this is like your whole life's a lie. Seeing fucking Cenobites you would fucking just die, I think. I think you would just fucking die. And a lot of times their reaction are like, whoa, like, wow. And then like running away. <laughs> and not only that, like at least a ghost, you, I mean, they're not going to communicate with you and they usually don't know your name. These know your, like they address you yes. personally. Yes. Constantly yeah, talk that, to that is probably the most terrifying thing you could ever see. You would just fucking shit your pants. And and their reactions are so muted about everything. Like, the first yep. time they see Cenobites, the people that had not seen them, they're just like, whoa. Oh. And they're always, <laughs> and the Cenobites are always very straightforward being like, uh, we are going to make you suffer for eternity <laughs> in hell. And even if you're like a non-believer or whatever, at that point, you would be like, you know what? I am... I am in a bad spot right now. Like, this, with, is, pe- this is not people good. People with skin <laughs> removed from them being like, hey, we're here to torture you. And you're right. It's so funny. They literally tell you in advance, right? Like <laughs> like, like in the movie, The Strangers, you don't know really what their fucking motive is, what they might do, what they might not do. It's still terrifying. But with these guys, they're like, oh, by the way, we are here to kill you so slowly. It's going to be nuts. Forever. It's, it's going to be it fucking never crazy. <laughs> you know, it's never going to end. It's going to be real fucking bad for you. And like, just straight up tell you as soon as they meet you. And you're like, oh shit. Um, I did love that she used the fucking lament configuration against the Cenobite. I thought that was a fucking tight move. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I didn't mind it. 
it's sorry. I was watching this. Uh, I have the Kansas City Chiefs championship game on and uh, sports. I will never bet on again. But anyways, um, <laughs> they, uh, this movie is so much better than I'll even say the previous three because we did Hell World for the live show. Oh right, this movie right. is be- way better. Uh, not even in the same universe as the other th- as the other three. So. When comparing them, yeah, I'm, I have I hold it in much higher regards. Just as a Hellraiser movie, like I, I see a lot of people putting this as like the second best one, which I saw a lot of people doing. You know, after the uh, 2018 Halloween came out, you know, putting Halloween first and then that one second. I think I'm not speaking for anyone. I think for me personally, I think some people uh, are just so sick of having shitty ones that when a good one, somewhat decent. Incompetent one comes out, you're just quick to rate it pretty high, and I don't think it's better than some of the sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't we get a comment recently telling us something about something similar to that? Was it the Halloween? Oh yeah, yeah, it was Halloween. Somebody told us that the Halloween remake was, or no, the the third one. What's that one called? Halloween Kills. Yeah, that was the that was the one with the romantic storyline. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, somebody told me it goes Halloween, Halloween kills. And then who knows what else. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> was I in on this conversation? No, I don't know. I, I, I think it was a post somewhere, and I think I just immediately deleted it. <laughs> I just... Wait, wait, Halloween, Halloween kills? Yes. <laughs> that, that is something. <laughs> that is a take. <laughs> Yo, I could not, I couldn't agree more. But they did agree, like, I think they agreed, like, the first one wasn't good, which I thought was, like, the funnier part. Like, they were like, yeah, no, ha- Halloween, Halloween, Halloween recall, not good, but f- f- Kills, there you go. That's, yeah, and uh, you know what my favorite, my favorite argument for Halloween Kills right now, and I feel like all the people that really liked it, which, by the way, you could like it, it's fine, you, but you just stop it with rating it anywhere above where it needs to be. Um because rating it is different. Oh, I mean, if it's like what you like, it's whatever. But like rating to me seems like you're trying to like set some type of standard for like quality or something. And that does not include that. Um, I forgot where I was going with that. Um, what the, where the fuck was What's this one? Yeah, we were talking about this one, uh, 2022. And uh... I don't know. But whatever. That's all I got to say about that. Um, <laughs> just Halloween Kills is just such a fucking mess. <laughs> Oh no! It's I remember that how they were how people are defend the people defending it. I feel like they've resorted now to their last their last stand because everyone's like that is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. So the people that do like it, I feel like have now resorted to like time will tell. That's that's what I keep hearing from that camp is like just wait in time we're all gonna realize that we loved Halloween Kills. <laughs> and it's like bro, that ain't that ain't it. <laughs> Hey, listen, if, if you want, if we're on the topic of takes, the more time goes on for me, the more I like it, more than Halloween ends. There, there was no Evil Dies Tonight <laughs> chant, and I kind of like the weird the weird angle that they went. I'm still uh, is it a good Halloween movie? No. Yeah, that's fine. You guys could be wrong, but <laughs> it is worse than Halloween ends. And also, here's another take, uh, a hot take. I, the more time goes on, I don't mind the Monsters movie that Rob Zombie did. Um... Wait. I keep thinking about Grandpa Munster, and uh, Wait. it's kind of funny. <laughs> Wait, uh, that is a, a spicy take. You know, I, I don't know whether I said this on the show or not. I can't remember if it was before or after we actually recorded that. 
I watched that with James, and I feel like around the second viewing or so, I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's not the worst. It's James, not James, the worst. James thinks it's like a fucking good movie. Like, James really likes that fucking movie. And that kind of is what ch- changed my mind, too, because I think, like, I can't believe, like, kids like that. Like, it's crazy. Like... Like once, like honestly, like once a week, I think of Grandpa insulting Jack the Ripper, saying he's no Jack the Tipper. And, and that's a kids' movie, dude. Nobody, why? Nobody's getting any of those references. Jack that to me tipper. is funny. Jack so. the Tipper. <laughs> anyway, what a fucking Hellraiser twenty two. Hellraiser twenty twenty two. Check it out. It is on Hulu. The other two, I don't know where you can find them. Probably somewhere for free. I'm sure somewhere for free. Um, and that's it, man. What do we think about the Hellraiser franchise? All right, let's rank them. Mine's, rank I think mine's in order, except for the remake. I don't know where I would plug the remake in. I guess around three. All right, let, let me, let me, uh, if, if you don't mind, let me yeah, go through yeah. my order. I'll go, uh, best to worst. Okay. Okay. We got Hellraiser 1987 as the best. Sure. That's the best. Then we have Hellraiser 2. Yes. Then we have Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Yes. Then, this might, this probably uh, this might ruffle some feathers. I have Hellraiser, Hellseeker. Okay. With uh, our guy from the Mayhem commercials. I kind of like that story. And the, oh, the more I wait. think about it, the more I like it. Wait, and can I can I just interrupt? Because I don't think I said this. So, Steph Grieben, uh, a listener of ours, was on uh, on Patreon. She messaged us about kind of our take on that. Um, and there was a, there was a scene that she kind of, they, cause here's the thing. They changed the lore. They changed like the structure of what pinhead is and what he does. And when he comes for you in these movies and that, that makes it difficult to track some of these things. But she pointed out that like, okay, so she says that this entire thing took place while he was drowning and that at the end that, so remember in real life, he has the fucking squid come out of his mouth. And then yeah. at the end, they actually pull the squid out of his mouth. To me, I thought it was more of like a, I don't know, just like a fucking stupid pinhead thing. But she, like, by her theory, like that was happening while he was drowning. Yeah. And, and it was I like see that. happening in, in, in the, this pinhead verse where like the real life was coming through. And that was you're dying and you're being judged. You're, yeah, yeah. And I was like, life. oh, yeah. I was like, that changes that for me. I'm with you. I would put that there also. Yeah. And, and you know, the acting in that, uh, we get we get Kirsty back. Uh, we yep. get the Mayhem guy who I think is great. We get his friend. So the acting in that is pretty good. Uh, next, I have Bloodline, which, you know, uh, I like okay. the three generations, you know, the past, the present, and the I future. I think that, that one was fine. Yeah. And but when I say liked, I I would never I know, really, I, you know <laughs> got on my way to sit through it, but it was fine. Like the concept sure. was fine. Uh, then I have Inferno. Yep. Then I have the new Hellraiser. Okay. Then I have then I have Debtor. Okay. Then Judgment. Then Hellworld, and then Revelations. Okay. Yeah, Revelations is the last for sure. Revelations in in Hellworld. Fucking suck. Hellworld I, I kind of like suck. I kind of like. No, you didn't, dude. No, you didn't. No, I did. you didn't. I it was did. only because it was in a broken up session, and we were drinking, and we had multiple people. We were we were listening to music for the majority of that. You did not like Hellworld. That sucked. 
Hill World was great. Um, <laughs> he's on the internet. Uh, I loved it. Um, you know what? I would plug 2022 right. Uh, I did like Bloodline, though. I want to say it's right a Bloodline. You, blood you get the fake Boreanis. I, I would say <laughs> Boreanis. I would say I would say it would be like somewhere. I think it might be tied with Bloodline for me. It's like right there. You could throw one or the other in that spot. Um, I mean, if we're talking, you know, technicality 2022 is above all well sure but this is just likes all these are also 30 minutes shorter than 2022 so that you is, can sit through it bang them out just bang it out yeah yeah i love also revelations was uh, an hour 20 and uh still unredeemable longest longest <laughs> movie i've ever seen in my life <laughs> absolutely unredeemable um well that is it for this episode i am so grateful that we are done with hellraiser i dude and it's crazy because it's such an odd thing because when this started i was like dude by episode two we had done five movies and i was like oh i was like this is fucking good like this is i like this like like imagine if it because at that point or no was it two or three i don't know but we got to a point where the bad movies I was actually cool with. Like I was like, oh shit, six, yeah. seven. Like those are yeah. these are good. Like I'm I'm down with this. Like if it stays this quality, is this not the best franchise like ever? Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't stay the same quality, <laughs> and it yeah. diminished its fucking legacy completely. Yeah. Uh, debtor, debtor through judgment really really hurts. Fucking this hurt, franchise. dude. Debtor, debtor. Oh, you know, debtor might be even lower for me. It can't be below. It can't be. I debtor as fourth worst. It might be second worst for me. Wow, All right. dude, debtor is fucking bad, dude. The debtor, the I could actually, I might, I might put judgment above debtor now. That I think, I think judgment might be above debtor, which is crazy. Debtor's it, also it, boring. Debtor is also boring. Debtor was that really stupid and not about Pinhead at all. Like it was that. Yeah, you know what. Guy. Moving it up. I just moved it up on my list. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah, Judgment, Debtor, Hell World, Revelations. Yeah. To round it out. Fuck that. Um, Dude, how can a movie be more boring than Cenobites doing paperwork? Dude, Honestly, that's crazy. Debtor that's should weird. be... Uh, whatever. <laughs> Anything below Judgment is fucking... Should be absolutely destroyed. Um, we have a schedule still. Uh... Oh, finally, this, I've been waiting to do this month for so long, uh, and we keep always, like, poo-pooing it, uh, shooing it away, because you know, Sean, you know, Uncle Shawnee always loves a good gimmick here. Uh, we're doing, uh, we're doing, uh, uh, found footage February. All right. My favorite We've been talking about this since, like, 2015. We really have, because I love it so much, and then I'm like, I don't want to subject everyone else to fucking found footage movies. Because found footage, not as popular as it once was. Uh, the people I've spoken to about it are not very fond of it anymore, but I, I really still love it as a gimmick. More of a reason to do it. Uh, dude, I still Listen, watch every paranormal activity that comes out. The alliteration with February and found footage is too good to pass up. Like, that honestly, that sells me right there. Yes, 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 yes. Found footage February. We got, we're going to do Grave Encounters. Return of the Living Dead Part 3. It's found footage. You know what? I don't think it is. I think I, 
can I tell you something? I, I think no, 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 no. Listen, that that's <laughs> it's not at all. But what it is is it is a it is a Valentine's Day uh, themed film. <laughs> oh, okay. So we will do we will we we cram that in there because that show is on February fourteenth. It's a live show. No. Oh. Um, okay. the live show is a, a doozy though. Uh, the live show will be February 18th. Do you imagine if I scheduled a live show on February 14th with you, with a wife, it would be the fucking crazy shit. Fucking Tina would fucking string me up and fucking kill me. Um, <laughs> booked a live show February 14th. Actually, that would be fun though for all the people that don't have a date. Um, but that is not it. February 18th is our live show after return of the living dead three. Uh, and that is, I picked this one for a reason. It is The Visit. M. Night Shyamalan's The Visit. For a live show? For a live show? Come on, that's good booking. That's good. You get get to watch uh, old man rub a kid's face with his shit-filled diaper. (laughs) I'm so excited for that. That is found footage, of course. And then um, we got no show on the 21st, and then we got the Poughkeepsie Tapes. Uh coming in there uh, a very uh, uh, uh i i picked that one of course because i don't know if there was a movie we talked about more without seeing than the poughkeepsie tapes while you were in college where we were just like okay have you heard about the poughkeepsie tapes what a fucking marketing plan that they waited way too long on before releasing it <laughs> that 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 uh gif of the guy walking on his hands and he's wearing the two masks yeah. i mean that was everywhere all over the internet in that time uh the movie not good. Sucks. But uh, yeah, it's should be bad. should be good. It's fucking, bad. it's fucking bad. But I want to see it. Rewatch it. Let's see. Let's see what really happens. Yeah. yeah. The hype is gone. You, I mean, I think I've only ha- seen it the one time. Have you ever seen the last broadcast? Yes. The found footage movie about the Jersey Devil. Yes. Dude, I've been wanting to rewatch that. Maybe I'll do it. Uh, even though we're not doing a show on it. Uh, if you do it, we could. I mean, I'll plug in an extra show if you want to try one. I just really want to rewatch it and see uh, how miserable it was. Because it, it was before Blair Witch Project. Yeah. So the last broadcast is... Uh, they, a lot of people like kind of compare it to the Blair Witch Project. Um, and w- weren't the Blair Witch people that made the Blair Witch, weren't they like super influenced by it? Like, don't they cite that as like... I always thought that that was one of their things. Uh, I'm, I don't recall, but I mean, I'm sure they would have had to, right? Yeah. Um, well, it says right here, actually, I just Googled, the film is sometimes erroneously cited as an influence, <laughs> but the concept for that film was developed in 1993. Oh, look at that. Uh, but the concept for Blair Witch is... Okay, I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I know. They, they got caught stealing. Been <laughs> been caught stealing. Um, Dude, this review from the Philadelphia Inquirer <laughs> for the last broadcast is just... Startingly good. What a, what a review. <laughs> that, that's, that's how I can't I believe like, it's not a piece of shit. <laughs> that's like how I feel like reviews for our show are. It's like, wow. <laughs> can't believe I was actually entertained. But here we are. Oh, thanks. Thanks, guy. Um, let me just look at our schedule here. Except for that one guy that keeps... keeps <laughs> dude, this is one guy that keeps writing negative reviews, and he'll like he oh. like deletes it on his own accord. But he comes back and he he uses the word omnibus, and every time <laughs> he, he writes 
this review. And he's the only person I've ever seen use that word he's as a set. On the bus. He yeah. does everything. He does it, and he'll leave the review up. It's always a one star. And it's just like these guys fucking suck. The only thing I can save it is an omnibus, of, and then he'll he'll insert something, and then he, then he gets rid of it. He, like, <laughs> deletes it. <laughs> At least one again, like two months later. Sucking on Sean's dick or whatever the fuck. It was, like, it was oh, that's fucking... what he did the last time. He was like... He added that juicy thing. Yeah. <laughs> that juicy thing. On the bus of Sean being a bottom to Joe. What? It was. It's honestly like really unhinged. Um, but also clearly somebody that is still listening to us. We, Dude, we are he has level. left specific, specific. He's like this show. Who, who? He's like, I don't know. Anyone could listen or sit through an episode of this show. And he lists like specific things that you would only get if you've listened to us for like years. He, like, he says Joe's dad's stuff. stories, which means he's sat through multiple episodes. <laughs> which I don't do that every episode. No. It's... <laughs> He's been listening for a while. <laughs> it's it's really cool to you know you watch you 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 of course you know this the movie um what's the Howard Stern movie Private Parts you watch Private Parts and like one of the funnier parts of that movie at that time was like wow people like hate listen to Howard Stern like Howard Stern's ratings were through the roof because people that fucking despised him were listening too so they could like catch the shit he says. And it's like, it felt like when I saw that review, it felt like that for me. Like, I was like, oh, we're in a spot where people just want to fucking listen to us because they're so fucking mad about it. <laughs> mad about Dude, it. Listen, I, I've, I've said that to people who have asked me things about like starting a podcast and stuff. It's like, nobody wants to feel unliked. Nobody, yeah. like, I, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, yeah, I like reading reviews that no. insult me and <laughs> tell me I'm a piece of shit. But. That is how you know you have done something good. Like you, right. you've you've reached a level where people hate you, which is necessary. Uh, you know, if you have a product that you want to expand on, right? If if you're selling it to a million people, there's going to be people that yeah. want you to get hit by an omnibus or whatever. The fuck, you said. <laughs> fucking omnibus! I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> Drafting up his new one. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he fucking is, just to fucking get rid of in fucking two weeks. Let me get my thesaurus out so I can come up with a new word to insult these guys. And still somehow slips Omnibus in and is like, God damn it! (laughs) Oh, fuck, I already used that one. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Omnibus, foiled by the Omnibus again. (laughs) Can't leave it out. And the reviews were like, long time apart. Yeah, dude, dude, this months. One, <laughs> one, the, the one was I how, think it was last March. How uh, would you remember even to use that? <laughs> yeah, no, no, he definitely forgot. He's like, I'm gonna hit him with the word so fucking big. <laughs> They're not gonna know what to do. Fucking omnibus. <laughs> That's the funniest fucking word I've ever heard. Omnibus. Um, well, thank you to that guy. By the way. New shirt store is coming soon. It's going to be way easier to use, uh, and 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 we'll have tons of stuff on there. I'm really excited, actually. Finally, we sell omnibus merch. I was just about to say we have the omnibus shirt <laughs> going to be dropping soon, Fuck and we're that. we're going to have that and the Dur microphones, Dur uh, microphones. Oh, Dur. Well, the Dura microphones is going to be part of a two part shirt series that we came up with in Philly, which is we're going to have like horror show rules and uh, like a five star review. With the five stars on the shirt. And then we're gonna say we're gonna have a horror show sucks, just like the one star review. And we're we're gonna we're gonna put a fucking we might use a real one. I don't know the legality of using a real review. I mean they're public No, it's public demand. They, yeah. they wrote it. Yeah, they, they wrote it, submit. put it out there, it's ours now. 
Uh, so I'm, we're going to pick probably maybe the omnibus guy. Maybe that's going to be omnibus. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be fucking omnibus. Sean's a fucking power bottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, Just, you know. So make you listen. Probably on our <laughs> fucking Discord. Um so fucking <laughs> uh all right. What do we got? We got nothing else. That's it. Thank you all so much. Excited for uh excited for this uh February doing some found footage. Very excited. Grave Encounters. Do you remember Grave Encounters? I do. I did the second one. A surprisingly good one. First one, good. Yeah. Surprisingly good. Um, so we'll check you guys out for that. Thank you all so much. Thank you all for your support again. And that, that's honestly the bigger thing with our announcement earlier today with Glassbox is uh, that's because of you fucking guys. It's you. Yes, that's you. That is nothing, nothing to do with us. Um, and we appreciate you all and everything you do and how you support us. And uh, all of that has paid off for us to to be able to be in this situation. So thank you all so much for supporting us in that in that way yeah and you know what now that we're on like a serious note before you were like i don't know you know it's not exciting and stuff but like our fans have been rocking with it they i was gonna fans have been rocking with us forever and even new ones that have come in you know they're like always genuinely happy they are for us to to succeed and like you know do things like when we went to chicago i had like the nicest messages from people i've never seen you know i've never seen in real life uh it means the world so yeah it's all it's all thanks to you yeah 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 like the news you're saying like you're talking about the news segment or yeah 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 the, the news segment we were getting messages from people that didn't watch it didn't care and they were just like whoa that's so fucking cool and i was like oh yeah yeah thank you yeah like legitimately happy for it, yeah so. yeah very rare in our lives so th- thank you <laughs> thank you all so much we really needed that we needed that win uh but anyway yeah thank you guys all so much and uh, i promise that it's gonna be good for good for the show in the long run so and we'll get the adat stuff figured out soon get those started released on the main feed again hopefully hopefully um but anyway guys thank you all so much and by the way check out adat we have a new episode out uh it's the bizarre bob lazar <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, that was an episode. That was a cool, a lot of fun. So yeah. Um, and I, you know, it's cool seeing people now follow it being like, I heard when you mentioned you were going to do a Bob Lazar episode in episode two and like getting to that is like really cool. And like, I, I, I had forgotten about that. So it was like, it was, it was cool to see people digging in with ADAT. Yeah. And honestly, I'm, I'm most happy for Mike too. Cause Mike has been talking about this stuff since I've known Mike yes. and now he gets to do it. And you know, people reach out to him and uh, give him credit for, and he, he's been, you know, taking the lead on a lot of these notes. So he's doing a great job. Spreading the love of the melon heads uh, across this great country of ours. Yeah. Still haven't sucked or fucked one, but, <laughs> but hey, <laughs> fucking bucket list shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tina, I've made my bucket list. <laughs> Just one item. <laughs> Suck your fucking melon. <laughs> That's actually so fucking funny. I might just write that and put it somewhere in like my private possessions. So like eventually when I die, someone finds that and is like, what the fuck? James is going to be like an adult man with children. The kids are going to find the bucket list from grandpa. <laughs> Sucking fucking melon head. <laughs> nothing else on the list. A two with nothing next to it. Um, anyway, anyway, everyone, thank you all so much for your support. Thanks to Joe, of course, for doing the show with me. 
Uh, and for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I'm gonna watch what I'm not supposed to watch. <laughs> this is, this is-